And for more on this, we're joined on the line by the department's chief director of compliance, uh, Treba Mtoba. Thanks for speaking to us this morning. Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to your listeners. So how big is this current problem, uh, the illegal fishing practice? Um, illegal uh, fishing practices um, is, is a good global concern. It is widespread. And um, you see, the, the, the biggest challenge, though, is the link uh, with other uh, types of crimes like your, your human trafficking, forced labor, um, trafficking in the illicit uh, goods, uh, money laundering. So it is now um, beginning to hurt most of the coastal states, and we believe that there is a need uh, for a global response to the scourge. So how are our seas currently being monitored? Because um, do you think it has been effective given what we are seeing and hearing about the extent of the problem and what needs to change? I am happy with uh, South Africa's readiness uh, to, uh, to respond to our challenges in the country. Uh, we have got a very close uh, working relationship with other law enforcement agencies and there's a special focus on the maritime domain particularly through the presidential uh, uh, project uh, called Operation Pakisa, which is now uh, mobilizing um, the support of uh, civil society, um, you know, private sector, and government in general to say that we need to be looking at the, at the blue economy, what it can offer. But at the same time, uh, we have a lead within the Pakisa project that is focusing on ocean governance and also Congress enforcement. So that focus, just on its own, uh, will uh, <clears throat> bring to the attention of the whole community of South Africa uh, some of the challenges that we're facing. And I believe that with uh, more resources being made available and more focus being at sea, uh, we'll be able to deal with some of the present problems. But one uh, area that needs special, special attention, though, is with, uh, with regard to the justice system. Like with all crimes, Environmental uh, crimes need also to be taken seriously. Crime is crime. So we need to see more stiffer sentences uh, for, for the perpetrators so that that becomes a deterrent to them. So that is one area that might need special, special attention. And as far as uh, policies are concerned, are those adequate to address the issues that you are raising? Compared to other countries, I think we do have um, a good policies, a good legislation. Uh, but it also from time to time requires some review, some review uh, given new changes, uh, you know, in the way in which um, these crimes manifest themselves. Uh, but for now, I mean, I think we do have um, a fairly good uh, piece of legislation uh, to deal with some, well, to promote the sustainable management of our marine resources in the country. And what about the implementation thereof? Do we have sufficient policing, for example? Is there enough monitoring of our seas? Okay. We, our co- in, in our coastline, we have a footprint from the border with uh, Namibia and the border with Mozambique. Uh, we do have um, uh, our officers, uh, our inspectors that monitor the entire coastline, uh, which is about uh, 3,940 kilometers. We do have our staff uh, out, out there. But like I said, we cannot monitor effectively our coastline without the collaboration with other law enforcement agencies, without also the participation and the involvement of coastal communities who are the direct beneficiaries of our marine resources. So in a nutshell, what I'm trying to say is that there will always room, be room for improvement. We still need to get more resources in order uh, to minimize, because we cannot deal 
uh, 100% and eliminate these crimes, like all crimes, but we can uh, bring them down uh, with the, you know, with more resources being available. But also, it's uh, at, uh, you know, with the presence of um, <coughs> the Navy, and uh, also we have our own patrol vessels, and we do monitor the movement of all fishing vessels at sea. So one way or the other, I mean, we, we, we are able to cope. But like I said, there's room for improvement. We will still need more resources. Is there anything that uh, the communities along the coastline can do in order to help with the situation? Okay. Um, well, we have constant engagement, engagements with uh, coastal communities because, one, we recognize uh, the, the, the need for them to access marine resources, but they must also realize that uh, they must, the, those resources have to be utilized sustainably. They have to be managed by government. So it's not like anybody can go to sea and, and harvest fish. So there are laws that govern access to, uh, to fish resources. So we engage with those communities. But what is also very, very critical is for them to realize their role, to manage, actually to assist government in the management of those resources. Uh, because if they get depleted, it's them that are going to suffer. And the government has, um, has initiated a program uh, to promote access uh, to those resources by those coastal communities through what we call small-scale um, fisheries uh, policy. So that, in a way, I would say, is, uh, is, is a way of helping the same communities to be able to access the fish. Uh, because for a long time, some of them have been complaining that um, <coughs> government is moving away from them and is focusing mainly on the big uh, private companies. So, but government, through this um, in the, in the intervention, is responding to that call.